Traveling to consciousness, exploring spiritual journeys to find answers in uncertainty. What is up, Conscious Monkeys? Welcome back to another episode of Traveling to Consciousness. As always, I'm your host, Clayton Kateri, and in today's week's podcast, video, YouTube, we are talking about my history, my past, my last three months that I have experienced with the Self-Realization Fellowship techniques, all written out, all guided by the great guru Paramahansa Yogananda. And in this episode of essentially it's a catch up with Clayton episode. In this episode, we're going to be discussing my first three months in these lessons. I'm going to tell you my history with meditation, and I am going to give you my recommendation if you should go on this path or not. But before all of that, I want to give a quick shout out to my guy named Pierre. Pierre, a longtime listener of the podcast and then of the show, and he shot me a DM recommending an update on my self-realization fellowship lessons. And this is because in one of my earlier episodes, I talked about reading the autobiography of a yogi, which is Paramahansa's most famous book, where he goes in depth of his entire life of explaining his whole mystic unraveling of his life, which is really fascinating. And so before we jump into all of that, <clears throat> I want to give you a quick background on me. Who am I? Why should you even listen to me? Why does my opinion have any weight at all? Well, that is because I have been meditating since probably about sophomore year of college, which would put me at about seven or eight years of meditating. And whenever I say this, I mean very consistently. I probably dabbled with meditation a little bit before this, but in college, I really stepped up my game, if you will. This included like five minutes before wait, five to 10 minutes every time I woke up or before going to bed, at least five to 10 minutes, sometimes a bit longer, sometimes a bit shorter. And of course, nobody's perfect, but generally speaking, that was my routine. And I started finding a lot more peace and deeper sleep because of it. So I know the recommendation is going to be later about the self-realization fellowship, but as a bedrock, I highly recommend that you consider or actually do meditating five to 10 minutes before you go to bed. And when you wake up, this is like a baseline routine that I truly believe anyone and everyone can do and should do. So let's keep going. So for seven years, I was just meditating. I didn't really have much of a structure. I would look at meditations online, sometimes in, enact them in my own practice. Sometimes I would add in some visualization, which is different than meditating, but that's for a different podcast. Work in some visualization, get myself calm before going to bed and in the morning. And what I realized was big picture. And actually, I didn't even realize this until I started the lessons was that I didn't really have a lot of structure to it. The structure was essentially wake up, meditate before you go to bed, meditate, which in essence, in my mind was just sit still, try to clear your mind of thoughts, but just sit still with your eyes closed, which is a good start. And I think that's generically what most people believe meditation to be. Now, as I was kind of developing the spiritual journey, many of you know my story where I was a software engineer, quit my job, found myself traveling, and started this podcast along the way. 
Well, in that journey, I found so many different tools and techniques to connect you with my higher self, becoming more calm, peaceful, and present. And quite frankly, that path led me to Paramahansa Yogananda. His name started slowly coming up again and again and again. And after just so many times of hearing his name, seeing the book, the autobiography of a yogi popping up in all these different random places, I said to myself, the universe is trying to talk to you. It's trying to tell you the next step in your evolution. So I listened, said, all right, what, uh, what's, what's going on with this book? I looked on Audible, I clicked on the book, and it was like a 25-hour book. And I'm like, geez, I don't know about this one. That's a long one. It's a long one for an audiobook. So I said, hey, look, the universe is telling me to do this. I'm going to buy it. Spent a credit on Audible, got the download, was reading the book, and the things that he experienced were just unbelievable. There's one chapter where he talks about a guru who was able to influence the subconscious mind of another individual. There's parts in the book where he talks about how his guru was able to materialize and dematerialize his body in different locations. So like I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now, and you're wherever you're at in the world. Essentially, this dude was able to transcend space and time by taking his material body in Pittsburgh, and I would be able to project it to wherever you are in the world and talk to you as if we're face to face. And you'd be able to feel my hands and feel my face and touch my skin and be like, yeah, this is, this is Clayton. And the book is just packed with these things that would be very difficult to believe in them. Now, this is the dude's autobiography. So what do I what do you, what do I make of that? Well, it basically said that there's something here that I don't know. There's something here that I would love to know and figure out. Let me try this for myself and see if this is something that aligns with me. Let me see if I can unlock these mysteries. So I read that book and through researching him more, I found that he has self-realization fellowship lessons and self-realization fellowship is his, uh, what is it? How do you describe it? It's his organization that he has set up to kind of distill these lessons out to people. And I'll be honest, there was a little bit of uh, resistance within me because the energy behind the lessons and kind of the fellowship in general gives off this organizational vibe. And me, my upbringing was as a Presbyterian, which is a denomination of Christianity. And there was a piece of me that just didn't like that idea of organized religion. I didn't like the organization aspect. I felt like we all have our divine connection with God or source or whatever you want to call it. And there's no fabric of a religion or physical structure that should get in between that. And that's true at one, at one point of the spectrum. I think there's another element that we need to give credit to for religion. Now, true religion, 
and Paramahansa talks about this as well, which I am very deeply aligned with, which is the true aspect of religion is for us or for religion to provide us with a pathway that can remove suffering and bring us closer to attaining bliss at the very base level, the very, very bottom, the very bottom of any little rabbit hole you might find with religion is to remove suffering and help us get closer to bliss. And if you sit there and really unpack that idea, it's, it's a very profound and powerful idea. Because, like, isn't that everything we do in our life? Isn't that the goal of it? Is to get away from suffering? To get towards happiness and bliss? Whatever you think that is. Doesn't matter what you think that is. Whether you think it's females or money or family or fame or whatever. Doesn't matter. You're trying to get away from suffering because you have a perceived idea of what suffering is. You've experienced it. You don't even have a perceived idea. You know what suffering is. And you see a path away from suffering. And so you try to head away from suffering towards bliss. Now, there's a whole bunch of issues that arise whenever we're talking about material things like fame, money, women, family, all that stuff. But that's the core concept. And then religion, the purpose of religion is to give you that clear path towards bliss. Now, for so many reasons, especially with the church, Catholicism, it's been... That idea, I think, in my opinion, is completely out the window, but that's for a whole different podcast as well. What we're talking about is the SRF lessons. Now, the, the that, that element of it did push me away a little. And I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you resonate with me at some level, you're going to find that same little apprehension. And there's a piece of me that wants to tell you, if you are going to pursue this, and I'll get to my recommendation, if you should or shouldn't. But if you do decide to pursue this, that might be a little hurdle you got to overcome. And it's something to be aware of. I'm going to just leave it at that because I don't want to sit here and tell you what you should or shouldn't do because you know what you should do. I just want to propose that as a hurdle. So in my experience in my reading of these uh, lessons, I've learned quite a bit. So let me back up a little bit and give you a bit more context around them. So there's in essence, 18 lessons spanning nine months. So every two weeks, they send you a little packet. They're kind of really nice. They're like really nicely done. That basically outlines a concept or an idea. Some of them have actual meditations. Some of them are more just philosophical ways to view the world. And it, and it spans over nine months. So right now I've had six lessons over the first three months. And that brings us back to why we're here. Let me give you my thoughts on it. And I think really one of the most powerful things that it has given me is that structure, right? Because as we're talking the idea of the church and of organized religion feels a little 
gross, or at least it has felt a little gross to me, and maybe you as well. And I wanted to just pursue God. I wanted to find spirituality kind of all on my own. And so this helps at least keep the guide rails, if you will, on the path of going towards or deeper into the unknown, your relationship with the divine, which is super important. And at this point, I want to make a note that I did agree to kind of, and I think you got, you have to do this anytime you sign up for these lessons, just to not share them with any other people. So I can't go into the specifics of what's discussed, what we talk about in the lessons. Everything I'm talking about is either just my, uh, my experience with them or things that I have found online. And if I found them online, then I kind of validate it as like, okay, it's okay to discuss this. And even some monastics at the monastery agree with this. So <clears throat> lost my train of thought. So what, what do I, what do I, what do I say? What do I think has changed in the last three months of me using these lessons? Number one, I would say that I have achieved a deeper calmness. I have found a more peaceful center. I've at least known what that means at a deeper level. And I think an element of that comes from one of the techniques that they have given us. And I'll tell you right now, it's called Hong Saw. Uh, it's spelled H-O-N-G-S-A-U but I'm not going to go into how it's actually performed. And I do want to say very quickly, be careful. If you go online and search Hong Song technique, you're going to have a bombarding with like these different people teaching you and uh, guide. Like the big one to stay away from is if it says guided Hong Song guided, because the way that the, I'll just say this, that the way that it's done cannot be guided. It's something that cannot be guided. So I'll just leave that. And that technique alone has been super powerful in helping me find calmness and relaxation. Even these lessons go into breath work, which is super fascinating. So I, I don't know what to think of it. Honestly, it, it's, uh, it's very fascinating the way that they, that Paramahansa at least breaks down the world because that's also another huge thing is we all have our own perspectives of, what's on the other side of this life, this energy, whatever you want to call it, this reality. And the way he describes it is very fascinating and it resonates on many different levels that I think a lot of different ancient religions agree upon. It's kind of cool too, because he pulls words from the Bible that Jesus spoke and puts them in this like light of how what he's saying is echoed in Jesus's words. And here's the thing is like, however, because Jesus spoke at a very deep esoteric level that his words were so powerful that you could find different ways to interpret them. So I'm just giving that as a caveat. I do believe that Paramahansa is on the right path with what he's saying. I mean, it's powerful. And so this breaks the question is, would I recommend this to you guys? What I would recommend is that if you're even remotely interested in this, 
start off by reading Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda and see if that book vibes with you. See if it resonates. See if it activates something within you that has this burning desire to go deeper. Because if it does, then I would say that that's an indication to dive into more of his stuff. The way it happened with me is I just started buying his books. I'm someone who does not buy many books from one specific author. But with Paramahansa, I think I'm up to like 10 of his books. And some of them are pretty small. But I'm up to have read like 10 of his books at this point. Maybe not complete, but I have or have read 10 of his books. Which is absolutely insane because I don't usually dive into a single author like this. So because of that deep connection that I found, I said, hey, why don't I give these a shot? It's $90 for the nine months. In no way am I affiliated with this as a side note. Something I am affiliated with, though, is Mushy Love. So I do recommend that you go and purchase um, in the description below. Go type in... Wow, I'm really butchering this ad, aren't I? <laughs> uh, and it, on their website, when you check out, use Clayton at checkout. You'll get 10% off. And quite frankly, this shit's amazing. And I'm just even just reading the back here. I mean, it's gluten-free. It's vegan. And quite frankly, the main reason that I'm promoting this thing is because the more of you that buy this product, the more they send me. So like, I want this product so much that I'm encouraging you to buy it so that I can get more. I know it, it's really selfish of me, but it, it's beneficial for your gut health, your brain, your life in general, which as we're talking about this spiritual nature, you also have your physical body, which you need to take care of. You know, it's not just all spiritual. So with that being said, make sure you uh, take care of your physical body, which can be helped by Mushy Love. So again, Mushy Love, um, you know, they have this uh, cinnamon swirl latte flavor that's really good. And so, yeah, go buy some so I can have more. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing I do recommend for sure. But as it comes with the uh, the spiritual lessons should you do it i'm not going to say sit here and say you should or shouldn't i'm going to say here well, here's what i recommend here's my full recommendation of what i recommend for you number one meditate before bed and before going to bed and whenever you wake up number two if you are slightly interested in at all at parmahansa go read autobiography of yogi number three if you find that interesting buy more of his books number four if you find those books interesting and you want to take that journey deeper into the unknown, buy the lessons. Do it. They have actually increased my duration of time of meditating. Remember how I said like five to ten minutes? Now it's crazy. I'm up to like 30-ish minutes, 35 minutes. Sometimes I've meditated for like an hour in the morning or at night. And I know not everybody has time for that. I, I get that. So, you know, don't compare yourself to me. Just realize that this will help you go deeper in your practice. This will help you become more calm, more centered. It will help you explore yourself at a deeper, more profound level. So, yeah, I, whew, that's a powerful one. Honestly, this is a pretty big wrap up. Uh, hopefully that answers all of your questions. I'll definitely do a Q&A if for some reason you guys have more questions on this. If this is a topic you want me to go even deeper in. Drop them in the comments below or shoot me an, uh, a message on like the contact me thing down below. Um, 
yeah, that'd be a great way to get into contact. Other than that, go buy yourself some mushy love. Let's go get mushy. Let's get some love in us. Use promo code Clayton at checkout so you can get 10% off your purchase forever and ever and ever. And so then I can get more mushy love and we'll all be drinking mushy love together. Maybe we'll have like a mushy love uh, month or something like that. Whoa, that sounds cool. Anyhow, I'm digressing at this point. Hopefully you have a clear understanding at this point of whether or not you should jump into the self-realization ship lessons. If you do, sick. If you don't, also sick. You just know of another tool that's out there in the world. And speaking of which, um, there's another tool, which is called the sixth dimension. And if we don't talk in this dimension, then we'll make sure that we talk in the sixth dimension. <laughs>